Welcome to another episode of A Splash of the Good Vanilla, which of course is a Patreon-exclusive bonus episode that I am releasing on the main feed this week. And in case you didn't listen to this week's main feed episode yesterday, The Good Vanilla now has a Patreon appropriately named The Good Patreon, which you can find at www.patreon.com slash thegoodpatreon. And if you sign up to be a hydrangea, you will receive main feed episodes a day early and get access to a bonus episode, this bonus episode, to be more specific, every week. That's eight episodes a month, all for the low price of five bucks a month. And as Ina would say, now who wouldn't want that? So today I am counting down my five favorite Italian dishes. But since I'm a little, you know, I'm a sneaky little bugger, I'm going to count down my fifth and fourth favorite Italian dish on the main feed. And then if you want to hear what three through one is, you'll have to head over to patreon.com slash the good Patreon to hear the rest. I know it's tricky, but um, get on over there, folks. I'm excited to see everyone. I'm excited to continue to foster and just get into this community of the Barefoot Contessa and everyone who listens to this podcast because you you all have been so good to me and I I want to give I want to give back to you. I want to make more content. I want to make bonus episodes. I'm down for suggestions of what to cover. Uh, like I said on the main feed, like, you know, maybe it'll be a Pioneer Woman episode. I, I think what I probably in my head at least will do is have three episodes of a splash of the good vanilla every month and then maybe at the end of the month have one bigger episode which could go outside the universe of the barefoot contessa so it might be pioneer woman it could be giada it could be giada and bobby in italy i love those episodes i know that there's you know not everyone loves giada not everyone loves bobby but those episodes are gorgeous and i love everything that bobby flay wears so i would love to cover an episode of that there might be special guests you know, the sky's the limit here. So I'm super excited. I hope all of you are too. So let's get into this countdown. This was so hard for me because I can I can sort of compartmentalize these into like different categories too. Like I could have like favorite pasta sides or favorite pasta or not pasta sides, Italian sides um, and even like Italian desserts. Oh God, it's hard. Um So I want to say first that I do have some honorary mentions. I have my top five, and who knows what will happen. This is just like, today when I'm recording this, these are my five favorite Italian dishes. And did I forget some? Of course, probably. But that's what the honorary mentions category is for, right? So my honorary mentions, uh, it's basically, it's, okay, so I saw a picture of this because I did like, you know, just like a simple Google search, like, what are the best Italian dishes? And of course, it it made my whole world turn upside down because I thought I had my list like good and ready to go. And then I saw stuffed shells. Stuffed shells is just like, it's a thing of beauty, really. And I would even say like stuffed shells, like close, but maybe distant cousin, I guess, is baked ziti. Like I, I just love cheese. and I love pasta and sauce so it's i think it's the perfect combo so but i'm I'm treating them as th- two different dishes of course so stuffed shells for sure which i haven't had in like centuries because i know that i mean no one in my family i'm not making that i know it's not really that hard to do you just have to mix up the ricotta and stuff the shell and you know then bake it but also who, who's got the time um and baked ziti is great because i feel like that's just something that you could just like put like so much mozzarella in and and just 
<sighs> go to town. I just love it so much. And I will also put on my honorary mentions my grandma's rigatoni. My grandma Malin, this is my mom's mom. I don't know what she does. And rigatoni, I think, is like a very underrated pasta. I think everyone like everyone likes rigatoni, but I love rigatoni. I think it provides the perfect vehicle like to get sauce like inside the noodle, especially if you have like a meat sauce, because my grandma Malin makes a great meat sauce. And I don't know. I don't think she makes it homemade. So I'm going to have to like ask her how she makes that. But it's so good. I I love when she makes uh, rigatoni with her meat sauce. So those are my three honorary mentions. And I think before I go into my top five as well, I think that they're, as far as like my perfect dining experience, like an Italian restaurant, like there's got to be some type of bread on the table, you know, like that could be a whole different episode. It's just, I mean, it probably will be at some point, like my five favorite types of bread. (laughs) And I love a bread stick. I love like a homemade, like I think the best version of this is when they bring like a loaf of homemade bread out to you and it's still like warm. Oh God. And and I don't even care that it's going to fill me up and I'm going to like leave the restaurant like wanting to, (laughs) to like end it all because I've just eaten too much pasta, but it's in my mind, it's worth it. I like a good glass of wine. Um, most likely a red, you know, I feel like red is just, it, it, it automatically goes with pasta, but I, I've been on such a white wine kick lately too, that I just, I can't get enough of it. And I, I don't, I don't care that it might not be the first choice for pasta. So I might order an Aperol spritz. I feel like I never had one until I went to Italy. And that was like the truest sort of, I felt like I, I arrived when I was like sitting in Ravello for Keon's cousin's wedding, like in the piazza. And it was like we had just we literally got to our Airbnb with his parents, which was a story in itself. And then we his mom, like as soon as we got out of the car, she bought us gelato. It was like, welcome to Italy. Eat this. And I was like, I will. And we went out to the piazza once we got settled in and we just ordered Aperol spritz and I had a cigarette too. I know very racy, but you know, it's, I feel like in Europe, I just want to buy a pack of cigarettes and like be someone else for a week. And I'm not a smoker by any means too, but it just felt, it felt right. And you know, his mom and I had a cigarette and we had our Aperol spritzes and it it was just, um, Oh, it was so nice. So I don't think that could happen in the States, nor, you know, I don't smoke anywhere else outside of the outside of Europe, I guess. Um, But that is that is my sort of and, you know, in good company, of course, you want to I would love to go like I'm not above an olive garden like Keon and I will really like if we get one of those gift cards from my like my parents where it's like you get to pick like four. There's four different places. It's like a Cheesecake Factory, Olive Garden and, you know, I don't know, Carabas or something. Does that even exist anymore? That's the only restaurant that I thought of in my head. Um, and then, but we'll pick the Olive Garden. We'll go. Like, we will treat ourselves. We'll get that soup salad and breadsticks. I, I usually get a dish. Like, I'm not above a tour of Italy. I know it's trash, but I, and it's like, it's like 8,000 grams of sodium, but I, I can't not order that. So um, there is that. But yeah, good, good, uh, good company, good drinks, good vibes. Um, that is, that's what sets up a good, any dinner or lunch really for me. But okay, let's get into this. The number five slots on my top five Italian dishes at this point in my life, it's going to be eggplant parm. I talked about it on the main feed, the main episode. I 
I think it's so, I don't think I really started appreciating eggplant until later in life. And once I got on the eggplant train, I was, I'm all in. I think with any sort of parm, I would like a little bit of a pasta on the side. You know, I feel like at the Olive Garden, they do that. They give you just a little bit of spaghetti or something. I don't know why I keep going back to the Olive Garden as if that's like the barometer of all things. Like, like the best Italian that America has to offer. But um, I do like a little, like a salad with it, you know, like I want to have, because the egg the eggplant parm itself, it's not like overly, um, it won't fill you up too much, but I guess in a way that's a good thing too. So eggplant parm, 10 out of 10, the more cheese, the better. I just love it so much. And I, I've had some bad eggplant parms. Oh, this is like an extension of this. I'm just spitballing here, but I would even go to venture to say that an eggplant parm sandwich is, ugh. There is a restaurant in Pittsburgh that has an eggplant parm sandwich down the street. And the first time we had it, it was amazing. And it was like the size of my head. And then the next time we ordered them, they were like half the size and it was still good, but it wasn't like the first time we got it. And I know it's like times are hard, you know, and everything, prices are high and you got to make the portions, whatever makes the best sense, you know, for your restaurant to stay in business. But I was a little sad by it. But an eggplant parm sandwich, yes. Oh, gosh, I'm thinking about all these sandwiches now, like a meatball sub. Oh, so good. Anyway, so that is my number five. Uh, my number four kind of shocked me a little bit. I mean, everything is good on my list, too, but I didn't think it would rank. It, it would make the top five, I guess. But it's lasagna, any type of lasagna. I don't care if it's a white sauce or a red sauce or maybe a little bit of both. I love a, I love a sort of, what do they call that, like a... Oh, I can't remember the name of it. Let me look. Let me look it up real quick. OK, I looked it up and it wasn't as lucrative as I thought it'd be here. I, I don't know what word I'm looking for. So, folks, if you know what I'm looking for, the word I'm trying to think of. But all I saw was like pink sauce. It's like Alfredo sauce and like a like a like a red sauce mix is called pink sauce. But I, I that feels weird to me. I don't know. But um, <laughs> I digress. I think lasagna is just like a perfect vehicle for like anything you want to put in it. Like I love a veggie lasagna. I love like a meat lasagna. I've never met a lasagna I didn't like. I think it's, I, I think it's important when the lasagna comes out of the oven, let it sit, let it sit folks. I think it, because if you cut into it too quickly, it's just a mess. It just kind of like oozes out. I love it when it's like a congealed, so almost like room temp um, but still kind of hot. You know, I want that cheese to kind of pull apart too. And I've made a couple lasagnas in my life. It's not something I like run towards. And surprisingly enough, Keon, my Keon, he does not love, he does not love a lasagna. This is something he admitted to me very early on in our relationship. And I was like, what? Um, cause he doesn't love ricotta cheese. Now, if he was here in the room right now, he would say otherwise. And he has turned around. He's he's corrected the errors of the error of his ways, um, but I, I what's not to love really? I just think it's so perfect. I love like the crispy pieces on the top of it as well too. Ugh, burnt cheese is just like it, it takes it to like the next level for me. So number four is lasagna, and folks, I can't believe we're already at that point. But this is the point where I'm gonna. I'm this is where I leave you. If you want to know what three through one is, hop on over to www.patreon.com slash the good Patreon and sign up to be sign up to be a hydrangea. You get so much. I'm, I'm so looking forward to this. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. But if you want to hear the rest, I'll see you at the good Patreon.
Bye for now.